I'm sitting at my desk in my office eating breakfast and getting ready for the intuitive skills development level one class, which starts in a couple hours. Um, the next one, by the way, starts March 16th. The free intro is here on SoundCloud. I highly encourage you to listen to it, and you will know soon. It's an, about an hour long, but you will know pretty quickly if the class is for you. And then you can be in touch with questions, and it's open to six uh, people, a small group. Again, starts March 16th, Intuitive Skills Level 1. So I'm sitting here reading the first uh, first chakra chapter in Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Mace, which is the text that I use in the class. And I just read something, and I got an intuitive hit and wanted to make sure I, I recorded it. I'm hearing a lot about... Um, we're all hearing a lot about the Zika virus, um, a lot of attention on, you know, the mosquitoes of Brazil. <laughs> this particular uh, species of mosquito can um, carry up to three different uh, three different uh, viruses. One one is dengue fever, which is a big deal, and then I can't remember the third one. But anyway, and then and then Zika. And I've been working with pink opal quite a lot, and so I felt at times very soft and open and vulnerable and what what that does when you're in your heart and you're relaxed you are more sensitive to uh energetic input in the world around you or or, or stimulus energetic stimulus and i and so i've also been driving a lot listening to npr hearing a lot about zika and when i hear about the kids born with this with the microcephaly the small head thing it's not just that their heads are small it's that they have neurological uh deficit like they don't develop right some of them can't move their nervous systems aren't developed appropriately and they may need some of them may need care for the rest of their lives and they're just being born now right because this this virus if you get it you might have some relatively mild symptoms but if you're pregnant or if you get pregnant after having it and I don't know what the time frame about of that is then then your child may have may may have this microcephaly be born with a small head and all these issues when i hear that i've been driving around my heart is like really affected by it and i know it's um i know it's the um pink opal making me more sensitive with my venus in the 12th house to you know uh, concerns from far away, I hear over the airwaves uh, the suffering of people, and it affects me a little more as I work with Pink Opal. But what I just got, I was reading in this Carolyn Mace chapter. I'm going to read a quote here, and this is from um, at least the edition I have, uh, page six, page 106, and talking about um, viral uh, and other epidemics are very much a reflection of both the cult, the current social issues of the cultural tribe and the health of the social tribe's immune system. This point is essential to note because each of us is connected through our first chakra attitudes to our culture and its attitudes. Now, this is probably the seventh or eighth time I've been through this book. Every time I read it, there's something new. You know, Every week, there's something new. But what that made me realize, it just had kind of a, a, a flash of a, I, I maybe insight, but, but I think sometimes about these epidemics and think about, don't think this is classified as that, but, but people are very concerned about it. Um, you know, telling people not to travel to those places if you're pregnant and telling in some countries, telling some women, they, they should not get pregnant. They should wait, uh, years, you know, like several years, you know? Um, and of course, anyway, there's a whole story about that too, but, um, 
the, the culture's first chakra has a lot to do with what is passed down. When I do energy work on somebody and do channeling events and, and look at somebody's root chakra, I see the residues of what was handed down. Basically, for, from, the, from the culture, the community, from the ethnic group, the religious tribe, uh, it's a tribal chakra, um, but also from the family of origin, what is passed down. Often, when I describe this to a client, I say, when you were born, there was a climate and weather. There was a cloud of something, you know, psychological, um, uh, economic, belief-oriented, um, faith or no faith, hopefulness or despair, depressiveness. There was like an emotional, energetic climate and weather into which you were born. You, you, your soul asked for this conditioning to be exposed to this climate and weather. But anyway, now as an adult, I, you know, you're an adult. You come to me. I'm, I'm work. I'm helping you get rid of some of the debris of the things that were, were handed down to you. So what I just got about the Zika virus thing and the microcephaly, it's like this is coming up now um, from the perspective of the collective and soul, all the souls involved, so that we put more attention on what we transmit to our children. What that says is we're all, or what that points to in my view is, we are all dealing with how we are going to deal with fear, pain, suffering, regret, loss, grief, anger, rage, victimhood. We're all dealing with those things. Since the end of the Mayan calendar, late October 2011, these things have been coming up for review. The worst things from elsewhere on the timeline, the unresolved pain, the suffering, the doubt, the fear, all of those things are coming up in you and me and everybody, and we have the opportunity to confront what we're going to do with this fear, pain, anger, grief, rage, whatever. Despair, hopelessness, suicidal, whatever. We have the choice in how we're going to meet that, but we, most of us, don't know what to do. So Zika has been around, but now it's becoming an issue, and now it's you know constantly in the global news because we need to look at what we're transmitting. It, the attention needs to be put on, from a global or from a collective standpoint on what we're transmitting, what we're holding, what we do with it, what energies and emotions we're working with, and how that gets transmitted to our children, to the people who, you know, the souls who come in and ask for our DNA and ask for conditioning with us, you know, to be conditioned by that climate and weather we live within. So concern about what you're carrying, concern about what you may be transmitting, concern about what the future looks like, given the pain, suffering, anger, feelings, blah, 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 that we may have right now. So you know, nobody who's hearing, probably nobody who's hearing this is actually going to get the Zika virus. But I'm just, I want you to, to think about its sudden prevalence or sudden, um, you know, coverage on it being suddenly prominent or dominant in the news to, to look at this thematic thing that the collective is experiencing. Um, later in this chapter, I know, I think on the next couple of pages in this uh, root chakra chapter, uh, Mace talks about polio in the U.S. Uh, in the in the early 20th century, or maybe the 30s and 40s, and then talks about um, the HIV/AIDS epidemic starting in the like early 80s, 
and really kind of being huge in the 80s and 90s um, and, and how those are indicative or reflective of what the culture, what the group itself, the human collective or the nation is going through. And I think that there's a thing about, well, I'll just tell you what I think the Ebola thing is about recently. Um, a, attention on Africa. A lot of people are, are not critically thinking enough to realize that Africa is not one country with like a few million people, but is this huge continent with so many different tribal groups, so many language groups, so many different countries, so many different issues, so many different realities. And so I think that the Ebola thing had to do in part with uh, putting the world's attention on Africa, not in terms of like a, a, a to phase two, like phase one is shit, look at all the awesome stuff that's there. Let's go rape and pillage it. Let's go steal the people. Let's go milk this continent of plenty for all it's worth. That's like phase one, colonialism crap. Now, <laughs> you know, there's still some colonial crap there and a lot of colonial crap that needs to be healed. But phase two is, well, well, yeah, these are people too. They they get sick as well. Oh, yes, they are people. Let's hear some of these testimonials. Let's hear some first-person reportage. Let's hear some stuff about Africa. And I think, you know, we're talking about individuals suffering and dying. And, and from the global or soul or collective of souls point of view, that's part of the story. That's part of the process, just like with these kids uh, who are uh, born with microcephaly because of Zika. That's part of the of the global evolution process, certain souls say, look, I'll be part of that problem. I will suffer and die so that the, the rest of you, because I love all the other souls, because that's my nature as a divine being, that's what all souls do. They offer themselves to others to learn lessons. Uh, all the kids with autism <laughs> are are participating in that. All the, geez, every, you know, every single thing, all the, um, the kids in Flint, Michigan who have lead poisoning putting attention on how we don't put attention on the environment and how you know treat it how we treat the earth actually affects us anyway this could be a huge long episode on all those things but i was sparked by the zika thing and this thing about what we transmit to our kids what we're holding how we deal with it and how we transmit that and um, so the souls of all involved all the particular individuals those souls are in cahoots, in the conspiracy of love, to experience this together as humans. And the souls say, aha, that's what, is like, what it's like when I feel this, think this, believe that, and experience that. Yes, check. That's what it's like when you believe this, feel this, experience that. They're all experiencing that the souls are very conscious of what's happening and learning through the humans making choices. So regarding... You know, whether or not you are a, a person who is pregnant or partnered with somebody who's pregnant, you know, about to, you know, birth little ones, or you have kids, or whether you are not in that phase of life at all and have no interest or whatever, or it's just not that time for you, whatever. Um, I would like to put your attention on being cognizant of what you're carrying, what you feel, what you think, what you believe, and taking responsibility for all that has happened to you as the co-creations of divine beings who are souls learning through human experience. Realize that the overview for all of this, this whole entire human trip is to 
feel disconnected, right? Because soul knows it's part of the divine. It's never disconnected. It's never wounded. It's never healing. It's never sad. It's never broken. It's never brokenhearted. It is divine love. It is consciousness that is loving. That is the divine. But to feel separate, here you are in this discrete body. Can you survive? You're one person. What if nobody loves you? What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. What if nobody takes care of you? Um, to learn to go from fear into love, to feeling disconnected, I'm not sure if I'm connected, that's my fear, into love. Yes, we are all one, which is the message of, uh, as Carolyn May states it, the message of the first chakra. We are, we are one. The tribal chakra. So, take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. Uh, unwind old expectations of who you were supposed to be or who you should have been by now, whether those expectations are yours or others. Unwind them, let them go. Get in your body, get grounded, stay present, and decide that whatever it is that you're carrying can be resolved through emotional healing through different processes. So whatever you're carrying, choose to stop fear, fearing that you're going to contaminate somebody else. But own it. Get help if you want. I do readings. I do energy work, healing sessions, past life integrations, clearing work. Um, you know, I will bring you to the point of crying some shit out that needs to be moved out. Like, that's how it works. Anger, tears, whatever. Uh, anyway, you can call me. You can call other people. Um, but, but take responsibility for all that's happened to you as a challenge of your soul, divine source which is soul, which is you. Choosing certain challenges to work through in life to learn how to go from fear into love. Love being the healing balm for everything. So that's the that's the end of this little MP3. If you want to support this project, you can do so on the right page, right-hand side of my, uh, of my profile here on SoundCloud. I'm doing a lot less audio lately because I'm, I don't get, you know, email feedback or donation support. So I'm just, you know, naturally less inspired to keep creating if there's no feedback and no support, um, which is kind of why I ended up having to stop the Soul's Journey radio show after three years, because I kept asking for support and uh, it wasn't there. So anyway, so we're in that position again, and I'm just not inspired to keep giving energy. If you want to give energy, send three bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks. Um, that shows me that you care, that you're interested, and that will keep the energy flow going. But as it is, you know, these will be every few months if I don't hear from people. I hope, you're, hope you can take care of yourself and be well. And uh, thanks for playing. And you can check out what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com.